0: Welcome to the Strong Her Podcast. I'm Laura Voss. And I'm Allie Becker. Join us for a silly and soulful look at the journey to a place of presence as women.
1: Hey, Laura. <laughs> hey, Allie. How are you? I'm
0: I'm doing okay. I'm trying to reset my vibe right now. How about you? Yeah, my vibe is a little off. Not going to lie, some things just didn't go as expected, and when it's time to get in the flow, it can be a little hard. Exactly. So we
1: are both trying to reframe that, so we thought it was the perfect time to talk about that and what tools we use, what kind of things we like to go do um, to help us get back into our our vibe and our
0: flow. Yeah, our high Mm -hmm. vibrational toolbox. Exactly. If you will. I wish I had an actual cute little toolbox, but... Or a tool belt. Ooh, that you, would be fun. You could bedazzle it. You can make it yes. glittery. What color would yours be? My tool belt would be a rainbow. <laughs> a rainbow. It would. All the colors.
1: What about your tool belt? I think it would be, yeah, it'd have a lot of glitter. But, like, glitter that would fall off and go over there, which I, I guess is sort of what glitter does, but... You know so then I can like spread my vibe everywhere.
0: Yeah, it's a trail. It's a physical trail of high vibration. Mm-hmm. You're like a vibrational snail <laughs> with <laughs> glitter.
1: Yes. Yes. I don't know what to do with that, but yes. Yes. That makes me feel so much better about snails cuz I kind of hate them, but they're just yeah. spreading
0: love. They are. Mhm. That's all they're it's doing. All- Okay, so now for the three people who are still listening to us <laughs> after that. Laura, what are some of the activities you like to do that really raise your vibration, that make you feel good, that put you in your yes place? Yes, I um I guess kind of a,
1: yeah, an interesting mix of things. I am really into music of all kinds, um, like literally the playlist we've been Having on between recording and I have on when I drive is everything between EDM and hip hop and very meditative trance sort of things and Celine Dion and Frank Sinatra and top 40s. And it's really all over the place because um, I feel like I can just pick something from every song that I'm passionate about and make it work. Um, and on that same note, I'm really into going to music festivals. Um there's something just uh, so amazing energetically to me when you get this huge group of people that are all pumped up about the same thing and about seeing the same person. Um, and especially like electronic dance festivals are amazing because everybody gets in, super into it. They're like me. They like to dress up and you're always with a group of friends or even if you aren't with a group of who you'd call friends now by the end of the festival you are totally friends with those people and it's amazing and you're just you're jumping and something with like the physical movement of jumping and dancing I think is really spiritual and really high vibe um and then yeah just seeing that seeing these people together that are all like pumping and like going for the same thing I think is amazing um so that's probably one of my top ones is festivals music in general is huge
0: who are some of the favorite like artists DJs you've seen at festivals oh man
1: at festivals oh Galantis is always number one like I I will base my entire timeline of how the festival works around Galantis (laughs) the first um, first night of EDC last year I got to see Galantis and I think Armin Van Buren and a couple other just big people that I was all about and the other thing about these big music festivals is a lot of times they're also doing like the lights and the they're throwing, you know, like sparkler, like just stuff everywhere and doing these crazy shows and everything with it too. So it literally is just entrancing all of your senses and it's amazing. Um, And Galantis above and beyond, um, Steve Aoki, super fun. You know, like, he's just crazy. He's up there and doing stuff and everything. So, people like that at EDM, for sure. I'm really, really excited to go see Kesha in a couple weeks. Yes. Ah, you guys know of our love of Kesha already, um, if you listen to our first episode. But seeing her transformation from when we were in college, and it was all like, what did you say? Brushing your teeth? With, with a bottle of Jack. Yes, exactly. Daniel's.
0: Whiskey. <laughs> for those I who don't know, know. Yeah, just... Put it all out there. Also, sponsored. another thing that
1: we don't, yeah, we don't recommend. We do recommend going to see your uh, dental hygienist at least twice per year and um, ask them their recommendations on that. But, um, <laughs> but seeing her transformation from songs like that that are just, like, made to pump you up and feel good in the moment. And then her really inspirational spiritual songs, like, you know, learn to let go and praying and things like that. Um, so I am really excited for that concert and to see... I don't know, see the crowd, see what she chooses to perform and sing and and let us hear that night.
0: I'm excited, too. I'm nervous because Laura knows I'm not a concert goer. I get a little freaked out with, like, big groups of people that can touch me. Like, if it's a big group of people in chairs, that's cool. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I need to let that go. Like, it's just. Um, learn to let go. Yeah, <laughs> I do need to learn to let go. I'm in resistance there. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm really excited. I love the song Spaceship because I think I'm, like, secretly an alien, too. So It's cool. Yeah, Kesha and I can get on the spaceship and go after the show.
1: Take me with you. Yeah, it'll be amazing. I think you'll love it because I think it'll be a similar crowd. What I uh, like about music festivals is that it doesn't feel like a pushy crowd at all. You know, everybody's okay if you want your space. Um, People are more than happy to mosh and stuff, but there are very sort of separate areas for that. And people are also really cool with you having your space and doing your own vibe. And I have a feeling that Kesha's audience will be similar. Where it's like you can choose to be as close as you want to.
0: Or kind of be like, hey, I'm here doing my thing. Don't push up on me. And I wonder how much of her old album she's even going to do. Is it just going to be the Rainbow I have album? no or? idea. Because can
1: you imagine? Can you imagine if she like goes back and
0: forth <laughs> between
1: like brushing my teeth with Jack and then praying? <laughs> yeah, like, it's like such I a difference. I no idea, yeah. So mm. I kind of hope she opens with something really powerful and massive and
0: fireworky, right? But i don't know we'll see that's gonna be It'll exciting be
1: fun. yeah um what about you we totally went off
0: yeah Kesha. so music festivals high vibe for laura mm-hmm. um i like to dive deeper into like spiritual books and spirituality and especially if i'm feeling kind of low vibe just like bringing that awareness back to like my soul and spirit i can be like boom like back in it like When we started this podcast, I was pretty low, Mm -hmm. like, seven minutes ago. But now I'm like, I'm good. Now that I'm like, yeah, Yeah. I'm back in awareness of Mm -hmm. it. So that could look like reading books, holistic arts festival, all kinds of things like that. I want to take more classes. And, like, go do more group meditations. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Like, group energy. I've heard, like, you know, you've heard the studies where, like, the monks will go into a crime-ridden neighborhood. And then there's—the crime is, like, decreased by 60% just from these, like, powerful group meditations and the energy it creates.
1: Yeah. That's awesome. I was I was going to ask, because I think it's interesting, especially sort of when you have more of an introverted sort of personality in general. If you feel like you get your high vibe back from— Things you do on your own or if you get it from doing groups or out in the open kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, I'd say like generally on my own or if it's a group thing, I like it to be led and structured with Mm -hmm. not a lot of the onus on me. So Mm -hmm. I don't want to have the bear the burden of driving the group forward. Right. Because I can't do that. (laughs) Like we're not going to go anywhere if I'm the person. In charge of that. I can fake it, but it's not going to bring my vibe up, but it's
1: not helping you. Right. Yeah. I think that's something else. Honestly, I like about music festivals is I don't. And I honestly, I don't have to talk to people. Yeah. (laughs) And I know it sounds goofy, but my I mean, I'm actually mostly an introvert. And so As much as I love being around people, it can be exhausting for me to expend that energy making small talk or just talking or leading a group. As much as my heart is centered and focused in that, I have to have, like, that alone time. You know, like, I get high vibe again when I do that, when I read and I pray and I take a really good long bath and things like that. Like, I need my couch time and my cozy, you know, pretzel snuggle time and, like, nice warm blanket and everything. And that sort of brings me back. Um, And I think when you do lead activities or things like that, it does make it easier because you don't feel like, oh, my gosh, someone is depending on me to kind of, you know, entertain them or carry on Mm. a conversation or something.
0: Have you felt that's changed over the years? Because I think when I was in college, especially, I pushed myself so hard to be the wrangler of everyone, the person who threw the parties, who did everything like every night of the week. And I was always so tired and depleted And it was probably like all of like the vodka, but it was also probably some of that too, like all those social interactions. Mm -hmm. I I don't think like, and I wasn't aware at all. I don't think I would have ever thought like it was draining me.
1: No, and I think like a lot of things you kind of pride yourself on just like, you know, we pride ourselves on being busy and things like that. You know, we, as a society, I think are way more proud and outspoken and look toward the extroverted people, mm-hmm. right? And so for people like us who are introverted and are social, but really need that time on our own to reconnect and high vibe, it's it's hard to be authentic in that sometimes. And yeah. I'm the same way. And I think at some point, I sort of just hit a wall with it. And I still love entertaining. I still love leading a group. And I think that that is part of my character, but I definitely have to take those breaths and be like, okay, nope. Today has to be a mm-hmm. Laura day.
0: <laughs> yeah. Do you do you know your Myers Briggs offhand? I do. I was just talking to a client about this yeah. yesterday. Yes.
1: I am IN am, oh gosh. Last time I took it, I think I N F
0: J. Ah me too. Yeah. See? <laughs> so sorry guys. Uh-oh. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm an INFJ, too. <laughs> yeah,
1: but, like, my IE sort of always, like, mm, always wiggles. And everything I take like that is so dependent on how my day has been or who I just interacted with. Like yeah. It blows my mind that all my behavioral styles can be so, it's so influenced, right? You know, my
0: last boss, um, he makes everyone do the INFJ. Yeah. And or the INFJ, the Myers Briggs, <laughs> he makes everyone be exactly Not telling I am. you what
1: you're supposed to be. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. So he does Myers Briggs with everyone. Mm-hmm. And when I started working at that place of employment, I'm so cryptic. Um, like four years ago, I thought it was just so stupid. I was like, why am I doing this? And now I'm like way into it. And I see why Love he it. does that to kind yeah. of. I mean, because you want to lead people differently. Yes, absolutely. depending on that.
1: Absolutely, I totally agree. And I think you and I both are very much of the nurturers. And so, and, you know, empaths and whatever, highly, like all the different words for it, right? Um, You're kind of always going to be concerned about everyone around you and feel a little bit of that responsibility. And so I do think that we take on a lot more of the different characteristics. And I think sometimes that's why that sort of shifts and changes. Mm -hmm. But I think it's amazing when you get taught on that, when workplaces offer that as a thing, because it's, I mean, people want to be approached differently. They want to work differently. They want to interact differently. You know, I'm actually going to um, a happy hour with some of my um, business coaches and everything after this. And it's after the this program that they do that helps you. It's basically like a disc assessment and it helps you with your behavioral style. And then we're supposed to go to this happy hour and you're kind of supposed to learn how to, you know, in real life, <laughs> interact with those people on more of like a personal level. And I, I don't know. I'm both nervous, but also excited. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. Walking into a room full of people I don't know is... Sort of on my top maybe three list of things that I hate, but, um, no, you know.
0: No, it can get outrageous. Like when I was at the um, Holistic Arts Festival and I I was at an event where I thought I was going to be comfortable. It was like seated and like there was somebody mm-hmm. leading, but the person leading took such a keen interest in me. And then everybody else did. And it felt very much like walking into a room full of people. Right. You're like all of a sudden you're like, everyone's
1: looking at me. Laser what before. happens now? Yeah.
0: Like I'm here for a speaker. I'm yeah. not here to I'm be. supposed like, to be that person in
1: the back you don't see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I prefer that.
1: No. So that stuff can
0: sort of bring you low vibe, right? But yeah. It's okay. Um, what other high vibe tools do you have? Anything else? Yeah, actually, it's brand new, and it's it's painting. Yes. I don't know where this is coming from. It's um, if you listen to our episode with Kavita, it's probably like my authentic self coming out because I never, as a child, thought I was an artistic person I stopped taking art classes in high school because they weren't for smart people is like how I framed it in my mind I was like smart people take AP classes they don't mm-hmm. like take pottery and ceramics <laughs> and art and guys that was such wrong-minded thinking so I don't believe that anymore I love art I love being creative and so I've been painting and making like a lot of weird stuff on canvas yes, that's amazing it's good do you do
1: any arts and crafts I do I've always been super into that um mm-hmm. definitely a lot of painting and usually, like, nature or just, yeah, abstract, like, throwing paint on there and making it happen. Um, I've always been really into painting sky, I think, because of that thing. Because, I mean, you look at the sky and it looks different every, generally every day, unless you live in Northern California. But, you know, um, <laughs> generally there's a lot of colors and differences yeah. and all the hues and everything. And so, I've always been really into painting that because I can sort of just do whatever and go with what my heart's feeling in that moment. Um, really just crafts in general. And I love, you know, my heart will always be drawn to doing something to help people. So I've always been really into hand-making cards and hand-making canvases and little motivational quote kind of things for other people because um, that makes my heart sing when I know it's something I'm giving to somebody else that'll help them too. But crafts all the way, man. Yeah, if you could see the number of colored pencils and Sharpies and pens we have here just for really no reason, it's... <laughs>
0: Just for normal life. <laughs> Just because
1: drawing mandalas, I guess the past year, right, with the Women's Wellness Planner, I've gotten really into, to me, that's super meditative and healing because you really have to focus on drawing the mandala and on coloring it too, right?
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: same kind of thing. It's interesting to see how my energy flows looking at the mandala once I've colored it and been like, oh, it's interesting. I chose, you know, those colors right now. Whereas like a couple weeks ago, I was in this mood and, cho- you know, chose whatever different brightly colored things or whatever my energy was feeling that way so
0: for sure yeah and I can attest to your artistic ability because I have one of your canvases in my <laughs> yeah, meditation right. space yeah Yay. courage dear heart <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah I love looking at that that makes me so happy so good. and speaking of that I also in that meditation space to keep the vibes high I will sometimes go on YouTube and just like look up videos of like Gabrielle Bernstein or you know other motivational speakers like Alexi Panos or Oprah you know Mm -hmm. and just like I'll watch some of those videos that they put out those shorter ones and that's it's really helpful to just have us like someone talk you through it no matter how many times you hear this stuff Mm -hmm. your like your ego wants it gone so I feel like it pushes it out and you have to remind yourself exactly
1: yeah I think there's so much value in experts who will tell you that, too. It makes you feel better when Gabby's like, oh, God, I was struggling with this thing. And you're like, oh, thank God. Like, if Gabby Bernstein can still struggle with this, then it's okay that I am, right? Exactly. Speaking of which. Speaking Gabby, of Gabby, Gabby. We get to go see Gabby here in San Francisco. Yes. Over in San Francisco, whenever In January, and we're so
0: excited. So excited. I'm so excited for the new book. Mm. which of her books have you read she's drinking kombucha pumpkin spice kombucha guys it's it's the real it's magical i can't put it down i need to put it down
1: um the universe has your back um what else i know i've read like two others i don't know why the names are escaping me right now
0: um Yeah, we did Universe Has Your Back as a book club book.
1: Yeah, and I had read two of her books before that. It was a little while ago, and I kind of, for whatever reason, just fell off that. I think they were challenging books in the way of authenticity and vulnerability. And so, like normal, your your brain and your soul is like, no, 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 no. (laughs) That means I have to work and improve myself. And Mm -hmm. so I sort of like put her books away. And then when The Universe Has Your Back came out, for whatever reason, I felt yeah drawn to it again, and then it did help doing it for book club and having a group of people, yeah, both for accountability and then just getting everyone else's vibes and stuff. So yeah, how about you?
0: Yeah, I've done Universe Has Your Back, and then I went through May Cause Miracles, the forty-two day program mm-hmm. book she has, and I listened to Spirit Junkie not too long ago. Yes, okay, that's one of the ones. I'm yeah, yeah, but I'm nervous. I don't know why I'm nervous. So I like go back to the first one. Add more ing to your life. I just feel like teachings like evolve and develop Mm -hmm. as these great like masters of their craft work. And so I'm not necessarily sure like that backwards, right? like would be the way Mm -hmm. to work. I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like the universe has your back is probably the best compendium of what she has so Mm -hmm. far. Yeah. And you know, the other ones were great too, but I I think that was awesome. And this new one on judgment will be great. Judgment detox.
1: Huge. Yeah. So good. But I think you're right about the universe has your back. And I think she, is really open about that too, that she wrote that because she was finally opening up some really hard parts of her life and getting and working through them, right? Not getting over them, working through them and letting it just become kind of part of her story that she was moving on from and turning the page from. And so I do, I think that's maybe why it hit me the most was because she talks so much in that book about how it's like, man, I was at this level and doing all these great things and helping all these people. And I still had this piece of me that was super closed off. And so I would highly recommend you know, I mean, all of her stuff's amazing, but the universe has your back was definitely another sort of shifting point for me, for sure.
0: It's really good. Yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's helpful. And it's, I, I think Gabby does it best in making you feel like perfectly imperfect and not broken. Like yes. you're not, nothing is broken. And to see that someone like her can be so powerful and so just enact so much change, but still, like you said, have these facets that need to be analyzed and they mm-hmm. need to be dealt with and they need to be honored for what they are, even though, you know, it might not have been a good thing. You need to honor the thing that happens. And Absolutely. so I think she she does it best, like yeah. really, really. Absolutely.
1: I totally agree. And she's it's good to see somebody who's really raw but has also – didn't even realize what all her story was i think um because i think there's huge value in owning your story obviously i've always loved that brene brown quote right that like owning your story is the most powerful thing you can do and i totally agree with that but i do think sometimes we have to be open about the fact that like there's things that our brain and our you know heart and everything tries to sort of protect us from and we may not always realize it mm-hmm. you know and so being able to work through it and make it A piece of who we are, but not fall into that victimhood. Yeah. It's really important. She actually put out her uh like meditation, her blog this week was on not falling into. Did you see that? Yeah, I watched it. (sighs) Yes, not falling into your victim story all the time. And that honestly really struck me because there's been so much happening, you know, in the news and everything, which just, you know, everything political is so so heart-wrenching right now Mm -hmm. and all the natural disasters and everything and so you know I don't know she obviously she was just divinely inspired to write that at the right time but I really I replied to the email when I got it and I was just like oh my gosh Gabby you have no idea thank you (laughs) like thank you because it is so hard and even when you think you've worked through it and worked with your therapist and done all your spiritual work and done this and that to like own your story and be like I've got it now like I'm on top of it something can just like sideswipe you and Mm -hmm. take you totally off and so having just little check-in tools like that you know i have a ton of her meditations and everything bookmarked and a lot of them are simple you know if you look it up it's like three to five minutes and that's a little chunk of time where you would not believe how much you can get refocused and
0: yeah
1: back in your high vibe
0: raise those vibes and what Mm -hmm. you said about the news really resonated with me because as a result of the fires being such an imminent piece of news for us, like being able to go outside and whatnot, you know. So it's like actually here. I've been checking the news a lot more. Yeah. And so what I try to do to like maintain my vibes is to pick certain times where I'm going to look at the news and always with purpose. Mm-hmm. I, I I and I talked to my mom about this a little bit too, like, you know, watching the news and then deciding I'm going to do something about what I saw. I'm not going to watch it just to watch it. Right. Because that inaction. I've lowered my vibes and I've done nothing mm-hmm. to help. So it's like, what am I going to do? Like, yeah. am I going to donate? Am I going to donate my time, my money, my service? Like, what am I going to do Absolutely, to rectify something that's upsetting me? Because there's so much we can be upset about right now. Right. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Right. I mean, just in the past two weeks with, yeah, the fires and all the shit with Weinstein and you know, the Vegas shooting and just there are there's so many things and that in itself can put you into that victim mode where you sort of feel so overwhelmed that you're just like, Oh my gosh, things are just literally burning around me and mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. So I think that's an excellent point. And that's something I definitely need to work on is choosing my time where I look at those things and how I'm going to affect it instead of it affecting me yeah. so much. Cause it can just instantly oh yeah wipe you. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I try not to start the day with it. No. (laughs) Yeah, I find that to be not the greatest. And I try to do it, like, with somebody to sound off with, like with Randy. Mm -hmm. And we talk through it and talk through the things that are happening. And I much prefer to read it versus watching that, like, 24-hour news cycle, breaking news is never breaking news kind of doom and gloom. And Randy thought this was hysterical. But I also try to balance it with, like, some good news Mm because that's the stuff that never gets— published and there is a website called good news network have you seen that gnn it's amazing (laughs) i wish they updated it more frequently i know yeah
1: (laughs) if they updated it at the rate that we heard the bad news yeah it would probably be way great but yeah you know i think one of the amazing thing coming out of the fires is seeing all and, and that's in any story like seeing all the heroes and the people doing amazing things or for me it's like you know seeing this dog izzy that they found when their home was destroyed but their dog was still safe and they got reunited and big stories like that that can help lift you but i'm the same way i don't really do live news that mm-hmm. i watch on video i think honestly um because i had some friends in vegas that were at that concert i was i was i was watching the news on my tv which yeah. i don't even have like cable so it was just whatever the local <laughs> right you know local channel on the tv is and i just instantly was like wow this is a horrific event and it's Getting so much amplified because the story is changing constantly, right? When it's just this video feed and you can go back and forth between all these different networks, you don't, they don't know if they're getting it right and you don't know. And it's just, it's so much at you at the same time, you know? So I think like taking your space and either reading it so that you can really choose like, okay, I'm going to take a breath now Mm -hmm. (laughs) and put it down. Right. As opposed to it just being flashing at you from every angle.
0: Yeah. And that that doesn't make you a bad person, because what are you doing with that information? Like, Mm -hmm. that's what I try to remind myself. Like, I I need to do something with the information. Just having it isn't going to change a single thing. So it's like, do it with a purpose. And if you're not going to do anything with it, there are some days I won't watch the news. I just won't do it because there isn't a purpose. It's not going to change what happens for me that day. So that doesn't mean that I don't care, that I'm not like, no, I, right. I don't want to help. It just means that at that time, my energy isn't going there. So there's no point to lower the vibe right? needlessly.
1: No, and I think that's true, right? I mean, you can sit on it and pray on it and meditate on it, but you can't, you know, it's not like we can rush in and, and help people in the fires, really, or rush into Vegas. And, you know, I mean, we can't. That wouldn't actually be helpful for those people in that situation, because how are we actually going to step in and do something, right? It's... And you kind of have to, like, protect your heart in terms of what you're allowing in. And I think worry is just the biggest piece around that where it's so destructive, so destructive. And I don't know. I That's definitely been a piece of my life for way too long where it's just everything turns into worry, you know. And it's, I don't know, totally needless. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm doing nothing. I'm doing yeah. nothing productive
0: with that at all. the The fact that you're aware of it, though, that's, like— the biggest that's the most important part is mm-hmm. to realize like i'm doing it like i'm creating that right now right. and yeah. so that's the first step to overcoming it and staying high vibe exactly high vibe
1: yeah I love awesome. those high vibes mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> is there anything else i know i'm trying to think um crafts music always books for me yes hosting readathons for myself only like for yourself no that's great <laughs> 12 yeah. hour readathons I think that's awesome.
1: I would say nature things in general. Mm. I definitely feel a big piece of, like, just being out there, being either at the ocean or up in the mountains or just around some trees, man. Yes.
0: Just
1: getting getting out there. I think that's what's been so hard this past week or so is that is usually one of my high-vibe activities. And I can't. Pretzel and I are just like, oh, we can't do our long walks, you know. Yeah. Um, so stuff like that. Um, cooking actually is very cathartic and high-vibe for me love, love, love cooking. Um, Not baking, but cooking. (laughs) Baking is a little too exact. Cooking, I can sort of like throw in my stuff. And especially if I'm getting to cook for other people too. um, Super fun, especially with fall. I feel like there's so many good fall
0: recipes and just fun comfort food Mm -hmm. is a big deal. So mm -hmm. yeah, cooking is so much fun. And you're talking about nature and it just made me think of Gail and how now I touch way more trees ever since she talked about like tree bathing bathing, grounding yourself and all of that yeah yeah nature is great it is totally totally it's Um, crazy how close we are to the water and i like never
1: and don't really go i know yeah i feel a difference and see a difference every time i do go to the water but i know we'll do it more it's okay maybe we'll come live local late breaking from a beach that would be lovely Just that soundtrack in the
0: background. Yes, of exactly. Of the, the waves. Mm-hmm. Like, we won't even talk. Just listen to the <laughs> Just waves. Just here. Here's 20 minutes of natural
1: wave. via meditation for the day. Yeah. But we're going to stand way
0: back here because waves here are really cold. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we're both in wetsuits and yes. parkas.
1: <laughs> I would say some things like that. That made me think of stand-up paddleboarding, And I feel like that is such oh, a cathartic high vibe thing. You get to be on top of the water, not in it, which is my favorite kind of activity. Yeah. yeah. Being on top of the water and not knowing what's under there is totally, totally down. With that. We need to go
0: paddle boarding again. We should. We totally should. So fun. And yes. I've, I've found some high vibe excitement and things like that lately where I wouldn't have been into that a couple years ago. So mm-hmm. those kinds of adventure activities. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. I've, I've wanted to do more things like that and more dangerous things like that. I don't know. It's It's been something i've wanted to pursue like a skydiving i mean i guess skydiving's not that dangerous but i mean it's a pretty people view it that way though i mean that's pretty much like yeah yeah kind of jumping off the deep end
1: terms <laughs> some adventurous things to try yeah that is true <laughs> but that is true right i think both like the endorphins and adrenaline you get and then also just sort of like proving to yourself hey i did this
0: really badass thing and that's cool. And exactly. Sitting in those memories. Yeah, having those experiences. I'm finding less and less high vibes and things and mm-hmm. more in like the things I'm doing mm-hmm. and the places I'm seeing and the information I'm collecting. If you would have asked me when I was like 22, 23, I'd be like, let's go to Forever 21 and spend money we don't have on things we don't need. Yeah. But now that's like, not so much. I mean, I still love shopping. You're looking at me like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, I love shopping, but I'm just starting to also see like, the, the beauty in buying things you really want. And so having yeah. too many things has actually started to feel a little low vibe to mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Where I'm like, do I really need 36 lip liners right. like, when I use three of them? Right. Technically, no. Technically, no.
1: <laughs> yes. But it does. Having, like, a clean space that you're passionate about, right, I think mm-hmm. means a lot more than having a ton of yeah, yeah everything. And I'm the same way. I think I've been buying a lot more um, things that make my home feel comfortable and beautiful and, you know, smell good or have mm-hmm. some kind of good texture or something that makes yeah. me feel very, I guess, comfortable and safe as opposed to clothes or even shoes. Shoes used to be a really high vibe thing. And I still love my shoes, but I don't really get that, yeah, high off of it anymore,
0: right? Yeah. So No, I agree. And actually, it's almost the opposite now. And something that I've been trying to do, and maybe our listeners would be interested in trying this too is finding one thing in your house every day that you can give away. Mm. So either if it's, I mean, if it's trash, throw it out, don't give it away. But if it's something that somebody else could use, <laughs> a good PSA, then, thank yeah. you. <laughs> if it's actual trash, don't, <laughs> don't try that. But otherwise, yeah, it's been like really, it's, it's nice to release too, because mm-hmm. there are like, I totally believe our objects can hold energy. So like, there are certain, I know we talked about this before, but there are certain smells where I'm like, mm, can never wear Dolce and Gabbana light blue again because right. that's sophomore year of college. Yep. Or yep. Absolutely. Like, an outfit where something particularly terrible happened and I'm like, uh, that's yep. got to go. Absolutely. So, yeah.
1: Yep. 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 I so totally why agree hold with that?
0: that? Like, why yeah, hold it? In? You don't
1: need it. You know, you're not going to use it, you know, or not in a positive way. It's not going to bring you any lighter joy. So, no. absolutely. Yay. All right. Thanks for sticking with us through kind of a winding road there. Yeah. How are your
0: vibes <laughs> now, Laura? <laughs> Much better, man. Apparently, Higher talking vibes. cathartically is also, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So please, please, please go check out our Patreon page, guys. That's patreon.com backslash strong her, podcast, and our Instagram and Facebook, which are both strong her podcast.
1: Yay. Awesome. All right. Last thing we're going to do today is pull our quote.
0: What Allie's going to pull her. Oh, I am? Okay. All right. I'm going to try not to disappoint everybody with a sad quote this time. It's going to be great. All these quotes are fabulous. Okay, good. I get up every morning determined to both change the world and have one hell of a good time. Sometimes this makes planning my day difficult. <laughs> that is perfect. <laughs> That is perfect, guys. That's so good. One or the, I mean, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be both and. Exactly. Exactly. Yay. (laughs) That's
1: perfect. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. And we'll be back with you soon. Take care. Bye, guys.